like to invite you to a soul-level encounter. Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That's what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. You will hear the music that has charted the steps of their spiritual journey, that has provided a touchstone in the soul's dark night and sung the heart's awe and joy when come to the light. Over the next hour, you will be a witness and companion to our guests' spiritual path and sacred testimony. Welcome to Song of the Soul. Today, Song of the Soul takes place on the campus of the University of Rhode Island, Kingston. I'm here for a week with between 1,000 and 1,500 Quakers for the Friends General Conference gathering, so I've got some special folks joining me for Song of the Soul. Today's special guest is Sally Campbell. Song of the Soul has grown and morphed over the seven years I've been producing it, to the point where typically, these days, my guests are professional musicians, some well-known, some less so. But today, I've got the great pleasure of sharing with you a joyous song purveyor who's cut from a different cloth. Sally creates wonderful songs, very clearly passing on fruits of the Spirit, but without any claim of being in the top strata of musicians. In other words, Sally is a role model for us, very much against the cultural tide. You see, our mass media culture teaches us to devalue our gifts and abilities because there is always someone who can sing or dance or play football, paint, or whatever better than us. And we see and hear them daily on TV, radio, the internet, or elsewhere. Far too many of us have beautiful gifts but hide them under the proverbial bushel for fear of falling short of the manicured, made-up, surgically altered, and drug-enhanced quality of the stars. It's a pity and it's a loss for all of us, but fortunately, we can learn to share what we're given in all its beauty and preciousness. Sally Campbell is here today to share her gift songs and blessings, which is the name of the CD she just produced. Many are deep, some are fun, all of them will add value to our days. Sally and a live audience are here with me at the University of Rhode Island in Kingston. Sally, it's a total delight to have you here today for Song of the Soul. I am so pleased to be able to do this. And bringing your gift songs and blessings. What a blessing to pass on. I'm thankful that you gave me the opportunity to do this. Let's talk about your experience with music. First of all, are you a professional musician? Uh, do you go around with the symphony orchestra or do you go on tour? With What's your connection with music? Well, I am as unmusical a musician as you can ever find, probably. I was singing flat and not knowing I was doing that almost all my life. I couldn't learn to play the piano because you have to do different things with different hands. I couldn't figure out how to read music, none of that. So then when in 1982, I was at my second Friends General Conference gathering, I got a song, actually I got two songs out of the silence. Um, I was bowled over. Then I had to start learning how to sing on key. I had to learn 
how to read music, sort of, although you can sort of get away with that. My music teacher says, well, you can't just sing a cappella, so you've got to have a musical instrument. How about the auto harp, which is about the easiest instrument that there is to play? So I've been working on making it possible for people to enjoy my songs without having to pretend to not be hurting. (laughs) And I think I've gotten pretty good. And when you say that you got two songs out of the silence, out of the worship, what do you mean by that? Do you mean somebody else sang them, or do you mean? I mean that when I sit in worship, or sometimes when I'm walking, not necessarily meditatively, but just walking, or if I'm lying on my bed doing absolutely nothing, doing what I call horizontal prayer, I can actually hear a song, or sometimes in meeting, the first song I'm going to sing actually happened in meeting, We have very few children in our meeting, and that particular day, a couple had brought, who were members of the meeting, brought their new baby. And when I sat down in my chair after greeting them, the first line was there, give us this day a gentle song. And by the end of the meeting, I was able to stand up and sing the whole song. So maybe I could sing that now? That would be beautiful. Sally Campbell will be sharing her song, give us this day a gentle song. And Annie Patterson is going to sing with me. Yes, we have the good fortune of having with us, in addition to Sally Campbell, we have Annie and Laura who are helping out. I've had them both on my programs before. Look back in Song of the Soul on NordenSpiritRadio.org and you'll see Annie Blood Patterson and Laura Duncan and be able to listen to their programs. So, give us this day a gentle song. Give us this day gentle song with the power to cast out your fears and loving hands to hold us fast as we heal through laughter and tears there are songs that are sung on mountain tops and songs from the valleys below but the songs that are singing in our own hearts are the ones we're to hear and to know. Join hands with the joys, singers so high, and the sorrowful singers so low. Let us each sing the song that is in our own heart. Feel the peace and the harmony Now, I think I'm going to ask people not to applaud, because first it takes up some time, and second, it's a little unquakerly to break up the songs with that kind of sound. Is it okay if they clap in the Quaker way? Yes. And can you want to describe the Quaker way? So, all of you out there in radio land, we're at something that's called the Friends General Conference Gathering. We're in Kingston, Rhode Island. And so there's 1,000 or 1,500 Quakers here this week. In the room here, there are some 20 or so. And when they clap, because they don't want to disrupt, they'll raise their hands and wiggle the wrists in something (laughs) that might look somewhat Pentecostal. It also is actually the way deaf people applaud, it turns out. Again, out there in Radio Land, listen for the applause. Now, there will be opportunities for you to sing along, and I'll sort of indicate them when they come. So what's up next, Sally? That one came to you in meeting. You had it ready by the—I'm amazed that it came through that quickly and clearly. 
you know, sometimes the words and the music come. Sometimes, well, there's one song that I'm not singing today called Let It Go, which is about a 45-second song. It's got four tiny verses, and it took me two years to write. <laughs> it's not predictable is what you're saying. It's the ways of the Spirit. And sometimes the music seems to come to me first, and sometimes the words come first, and often they do come together. So give us another example of the kind of music that you've been channeling. Well, I guess channeling is one of the more secular way of saying it, but that's right. I like to think of myself as a song catcher or that I listen to air radio. <laughs> and here's that song. The next one is called Go Down Low. And it's a very wonderful one for letting yourself go into that quiet space. And I do believe that everyone has songs or something that, well, this is the most basic, I think, of Quaker beliefs is that if we will just allow ourselves to be still and rest in the spirit, we will be given whatever we need next. And instructions, encouragement, sometimes a little kick in the pants, lovely things, songs are what I happen to be getting sometimes. And sometimes it's just, yeah, you better go make that phone call that you have not been making. Anyway, you can go down into this wonderful space. Laura's going to sing with me on this one. Go down, slow down, go down low to a place that is real, to a love you can feel, in which you can rest and know you are blessed. Go down, slow down, go down low, and listen Sally. Again, this is Sally Campbell, who's with us here today for Song of the Soul. She was accompanied on that song by Laura Dungan. Having Annie and Laura here just completes a circle for me, a circle of music that flows through my life. Go down, slow down. Are you an American heretic or what? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm actually doing something quite heretical with this recording that I've done. On my 70th birthday, I had a birthday party concert, and I got it recorded very well, and my friends sang along with me and made some rude remarks now and again. 
And then I made it into a CD and I made a thousand of them. And I am giving them away. And if people will write to me at my email address, scamp friend, S for Sally, camp for Campbell, friend for Quaker, at earthlink.net, I will send you the music, the CD. Or if it turns out later I have a website or something like that, I'll let people know about that. So I decided to invest in the thousand CDs to give away as sort of a gift to myself. And I call it gift songs and blessings, partly thanks to the Shaker tradition. They had songs that they called gift songs. They felt that the, the Spirit had given them those songs. But I'm also giving them away because I believe our economy. Here's, I'm going to go into my little rant here, my heretical rant. Our economy is much too money-centric. Money is supposed to be an energy that helps things to flow and move from person to person, from place where it is to where it's needed, like water, downhill to the dry places, wherever that may be. And money can get in the way. There is a wonderful book by Lewis Hyde, which is called The Gift. His original subtitle was Imagination and the Erotic Life of Property. It has a new subtitle, but it's about 30 years old. Lewis Hyde, L-E-W-S-H-Y-D-E. And it really tells you about the gift economy and how you give into a huge circle because you trust that there will, it will come around and strengthen everyone. Whereas with the market economy, you're doing it with strangers, you're a little unclear whether they're going to take advantage of the situation, so you make sure that you get your money's worth. It's about not trusting. It's about scarcity. So I'm trying to encourage, I mean, we are dealing with strangers a lot of the time, and we do need a market economy, but in our society, it has just overwhelmed the gift economy, which we have in families. Giving blood is definitely an example of the gift economy. If you sell blood, it often gets corrupted. Anyway, yes, I am an American heretic. I take that banner from you. Thank you. And thank you for leading the way that way, leading with inspiration. And Fox said we should be examples. So I'm trying to do that and go cheerfully over the earth with my songs. Then let's keep going cheerfully over the earth. What's next? Well, the next has four verses to it. These are four kinds of messages that I get in meeting for worship. One starts out, be gentle with yourself. And I'll sing that. And then it's be friendly with the earth. And Laura's going to sing that one. And then it's be daring with your power. And Annie's the daring one. And the three of us together will sing the last verse, which is be open to the light. Be gentle with yourself, for you are my beloved. Be gentle with your friends, you know I love them too. And those you cannot love, just turn to me. Together we will find a way to turn the anger, hate, and pain into harmony. Be open to be gentle with yourself. My dear and tender loved one, be friendly with the earth, this place I made for loving. 
friendly with its folk, its plants and creatures too. See in its fine detail and grand design the certain sign that I love you and want you to come join me in this dance divine. Be friendly with the earth, my dear creative loved one. Be daring with your power, the strength you have for loving. Be daring with the fire in your body, mind, and heart. Now is the time to see that you are free. To leap and dance or lie still, simply breathing, gently resting in true liberty. Be daring with your power, my dear and brilliant love. Open to the light that shines in all that's Lost here on this planet home, become family. Be open to the light, my dear and my own loved one. It's such a pleasure to have the three of you performing together. Of course, Annie and her husband, Peter, have been leading music, singing groups of people 30-plus years all across this country, certainly at every Quaker gathering I've been at. They've been parenting over those years, too, which hasn't always left enough energy to go to every Quaker gathering. And fortunately, I don't know, how long ago is it, Laura, that you and Aaron started uh, attending the FGC gathering? About 12 years you've been doing music here. And what a, a gift of music that keeps channeling. And to bring Sally into this loop is so very appropriate. And we've known each other and been in each other's homes at times. So that's worked out nicely. You encouraged me very much to have them join me, and I'm not sure I would have dared ask because I'm, I'm learning not to do things alone anymore. I, I can actually not get lost on the planet. I can ask for friends to help me. I have some advice for you, Sally. Yes. Be gentle with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, the next song that I have is for responses to those four messages. And they're quite different, and this is a somewhat change of pace. I don't wanna, I don't wanna, you can't make me. I don't wanna, I don't wanna, you can't make me. I don't wanna brush my teeth, I don't wanna brush my hair. I don't wanna get out of bed, I don't wanna go anywhere. I don't, and you can start with, whenever you see, like a Logan here, you can start seeing. I don't wanna, I don't wanna, 
one is a little more <clears throat> positive, maybe too positive. Oh, I'm gonna, yes, I'm gonna, you can't stop me. Yes, I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna, you can't stop me. I'm gonna sing this song, I'm gonna sing it all day long, I'm gonna jump all over the place with a smile over my face. Oh, I'm gonna, yes, I'm gonna, you can't stop me. Gonna, yes, I'm gonna, you can't stop me. Third one is a little more ambiguous, shall we say. Oh, well, maybe, just maybe, maybe, oh, just maybe I might do it. If you ask me very nicely, I might do it. <laughs> but you gotta get on your knees and you gotta say pretty please and then maybe, maybe, I might do it. <laughs> And then you know, when we finally come to the sense of the meeting and all is in unity, we can have this final verse. Do you want it? Because I want it if you want it. Yeah, I want it. Do you want it? Because I want it. Oh, aren't you glad I asked? We can really have a blast because I want it. And we both gonna do it. <laughs> Yeah, we're getting into the more secular part of this show. Because I do make some money on my own. I actually have a pension from the library. I was a librarian, and I got Social Security. But I still work. And I work decluttering people. And the next one is my decluttering anthem. And this one, you should definitely sing along when we get to the chorus. Beloved, beloved, belonging. I started with only a few, but I added and rarely subtracted, and so my collection just grew. Bring more, oh bring more, oh bring more belongings to me, to me. Bring more, oh bring more, oh bring more belongings to me. Belongings. This hunger just won't let me be. But I filled every inch of my room up, so it's maxi self storage for me. <laughs> bring more, bring more, oh, bring more belongings to me, to me. Bring more, oh, bring more, oh, bring more belongings to me. Now here's the teaching. If you love it, then it's not clutter. If it's useful, that's doubly true. If it's hard to replace, do not let it go. But for everything else, oh, please do. <laughs> bring, bring more, oh, bring more, oh, bring more belongings to me, to me. Bring more, oh, bring more, oh, bring more applies here when we finally let go of our stuff all that we have to remember is not too little too much just enough <laughs> bring more bring more bring more belongings to me to me bring more bring more bring more belongings to me Belongings not sinful. Truly loving belongings is nice. 
but like adding another stray kitty. <laughs> Before you get there, get more, you ought to think twice. Unless you have too many mice. <laughs> <laughs> Sally, you live in New York City. I mean, you I do. Do you have a car? No. No. <laughs> I rent a car and a driver whenever I really need it. Yeah. It's called a taxi cab. I think not having a car is a really a great aid to not having possessions because then when you have to go from one spot to another, you've got to carry whatever you're carrying, right? Is doesn't it work that way? Well, also I find that if well, I have a lot of opinions about decluttering and so forth, but I will not go into that because it could be very long. <laughs> but I, I do believe that the difference between someone who clutters their apartment and somebody who's a collector is just that loving the belongings, making sure that they are, each one is accessible to you or to people who come in. And the other problem is that if you get to a point where you can't have anyone over syndrome, that's C-H-A-O-S, chaos. You then can't have anyone over, so it gets messier and it gets messier, so you can't have anyone over. It's a vicious cycle. So we have to cut that by having you bring in a friend or two or three who are non-judgmental, of course, because that's clutter. Blame and anger and judgmentalism are all forms of clutter, I feel. You know, I've got a great story you can pass on to folks. Uh, it helps frighten them away, perhaps. I was leading a voluntary simplicity discussion group in Eau Claire, where I live, Eau Claire, Wisconsin. One woman was there, and she said her mother had a horrible job with just acquiring everything, and the, the rooms were stacked up above human height with stuff that she couldn't move through them. She had a burglar broke in through a window, got into a room, couldn't move, so he left without taking anything. (laughs) (laughs) The mixed blessings of clutter, I guess. (laughs) No, 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 you can't get people to let go of... They do usually let go of used Q-tips and Kleenex, (laughs) usually. Should I tell one more decluttering song and then a thing... But on Prairie Home Companion, there were a couple who were cleaning out their basement, and there was a really rickety old picnic table. And the man said, we've got to get rid of this. He said, no, that's where I diapered the babies. Well, he said, where are the diapers? (laughs) (laughs) Where are the diapers, yes. (laughs) So do give us some more music. All right. The next song... I actually sang at Normal when we were we had the Quaker quilt. I was just beginning to learn the auto harp. And let's make clear, Normal, no, Normal Illinois, Illinois, the Friends General Conference gathering was held there one year, and, and during that time... And I helped to figure out, along with Susan Stark, we collected up the musicians from all over the country who were Quakers to come and sing together there. And they said, okay, you can do one song. So I did this song at Afterwards, people said, you made me cry. (laughs) I love making people cry. (laughs) But it's because I love my mom. And so a few people here have met my mother. She is one of the sweetest, loveliest people. She stood on, on vigil in New Haven Green against the war in Vietnam every Wednesday. She worked at the Elko Op for years. And she was the dearest. But 
she had got Alzheimer's. We didn't know she had that, but we did know she'd become somewhat distant to us. Then her first great-grandbaby came and got put into her arms. She looked down at the baby, and the baby looked up at her, and there was my mother again, my full, wonderful, loving mother. So somehow I found I had to write this lullaby for her. And Laura and Annie are going to harmonize with me on this. Last year in my arms, dear, you are safe and warm. You are safe from Sally Campbell, accompanied by Laura Duncan and Annie Blood Patterson, here today for Song of the Soul. My name is Mark Helpsmeet. I'm your host for Song of the Soul and for these Northern Spirit Radio productions. Our website is northernspiritradio.org, and if you come to the website, you'll find our archives of about seven years out there, both the Spirit in Action Song of the Soul programs I do. And you'll find links to our guests. You'll find Sally Campbell's email. You can follow it and get in touch with her. She's willing to send you the CD that she produced. It's called Gift Songs and Blessings, and she did it for her 70th birthday. She invited her friends in, sang for and with them for her 70th birthday to pass on these blessings of music that have been coming to her. Again, our website, nordenspiritradio.org. You'll find links to our guests. You can also find a place to leave comments, and that's always very helpful because we'd like this conversation to be two-way. And there's a lot of people listening via the stations where we're broadcast directly from my site and from iTunes, all of those places you can get our programs. 
Again, Sally Campbell is here with us today for Song of the Soul. We've got time for a few more songs, so let's keep going with all of this beautiful tapestry of music that's flowing through you. The next one is called Stillness of Stone. And as I said, sometimes I just lie down on my bed and wait for the Spirit to tell me what to do next. And sometimes if I'm lying there and I'm very still and I'm really listening, a song will come. And this one took a a little while because the last little bit, I couldn't quite make sure what the notes were, but I kept listening till it all was there. And it's the four elements. I'm going to say it and then I'll sing it. Stillness of stone, flowing of water, brightness of fire, freedom of air. Let me be free, flowing and bright. Let me be still. Stillness of stone, flowing of water, brightness of fire, freedom of air. Let me be free. Flowing and bright, let me be still. Amen. Stillness of stone. I'm kind of curious, Sally, I guess I don't know how far back you go with association with Quakers. What are your early religious influences? I was a Congregationalist growing up, and it was wonderful when I was with my mom. My father had died, so I was taking care of my mother for a couple of years, wonderful years. And she went to the Congregational Church. This is when I grew up in, I got married in, and so forth. So we'd go there, and then we'd go to the New Haven Friends meeting after that. So I had these two wonderful communities in Guilford, Connecticut, and in New Haven, Connecticut, to support me during that time. Congregationalism, I think, among the Protestants is the closest to Quakerism there is because it is the congregation that decides the policy of each church. And they do believe in the ministry of the laity. So that's, it's close in that way, except they don't have large amounts of silence in their meetings, in their services. And that's why I would say that the Catholics are the closest to the Quakers, because there's a mystical feel and there's a silence. When I grew up, first 10 years of my life, it was the Latin Mass. And part of my experience of that now in the world of Quakers is that Latin Mass, where you don't know what the words are, you're sitting there in wonder and silence and transported to a different dimension. So I'd say they're the closest to Quakers. Anybody else want to name a few other places? that Among the Protestants, I would say. Yes. They were the closest, but more in almost the the governance, I would say, more than in the religious sense. Although that church was fabulous that I grew up in. I really loved it. But my mother had met someone who was actually a woman who was a pacifist, who with her husband had been espousing pacifism in this small New England town, very Republican, during World War II, and when they had to build a new school, you know, in 1950, because it's a suburban town and there were a lot of people coming into the town, they named the school after her husband. Hmm. So they were beloved, clearly, in the town, even though they were pacifists. And my mom got really interested in Quakerism, although she wanted to remain a Congregationalist, 
And then I sort of investigated a little bit when I was in college in Brown. I went to Moses Brown, was where we, we would worship. Then when I came back to New York City to become a librarian there, I had a lot of ways I became a Quaker, but I don't want to go on. I want to go back to the music right now. <laughs> the reason I asked you, by the way, was because you clearly have a strong affinity or receptiveness in the silence, in stillness, which is not something our society provides a lot of space for. You mean the general society? General not society, society, not the friends, religious Quakers. society friends, but <laughs> the American society, American culture. It doesn't provide a lot of space for that. And I imagine it's even more difficult to get because you live in New York, but maybe four strong walls around you. Maybe you get all the solitude. Parks. Parks. And also, the one thing I love about Mayor Bloomberg is he is planting a million more trees in New York City. I love trees. And I think think this might be the time to tell the two times that I got in the silence messages clear, like, all right, this is not from you. This is from somewhere else. And it's probably something pretty, pretty strong. So listen up. In 1982, there were a million people in Central Park saying no to the nuclear arms race between the U.S. and the USSR. They were saying, freeze, freeze the nuclear weapons. And I was there. And I got really deeply moved by that, thinking about nuclear holocaust and what would happen if we had to let go of all the beauty that's on the earth. And then a few weeks later, I came to my second gathering in 1982. And that was when I wrote my first song, the Hug a Friend song that we're going to do. And it was partly because of the noon sings that Annie and Peter were doing here out of the winds of the people at that point. And I had a t-shirt that said Hug a Friend with a winking Quaker on it. I got really, really high that week. And uh, I would go to bed at midnight after dancing. And then at about four in the morning, I'd get up. And I was outside the dorm in Slippery Rock, Pennsylvania. Hundreds of people in the dorm. And I would sit, sit, I sat outside and was praying. And the words that came to me were, all is for joy. And I started to weep. Because this is, I didn't understand that. How could Auschwitz and Hiroshima and all the pain and suffering in the world be for joy? And I was just weeping for this lovely, lovely message. And one person in the dorm heard me crying and came out. And she held me and let me cry and talk as much as I needed to. And then she said, my name is Anne Lenhart, but my friends have a nickname they like to call me. And it's joy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I do believe that the, the friendly force is a comedian fairly frequently. <laughs> and the other message I received was about a month after the attack on the t- Twin Towers, 9-11. I was walking in New Haven to go and get my car, which I had left at the Catholic worker near the train station, because I don't have a car usually, but I need one in Connecticut. One is fortunate in Manhattan not to have to have a car. And I was just walking in this poor neighborhood, and there were small trees on small lawns, nothing special. I was just looking at one of them, and the words came. I knew no one else could hear them. They were somewhere within myself, and they were very clear. And they just said, work with me. 
So I knew that however that tree was created, by whatever force that was, that process, it was asking me to be part of the same design. Not bashing planes into buildings and killing people, but being full of nurture and uniqueness and beauty. It's just wonderful to be invited to be to work with the force that is saying all is for joy. So I only needed those few words, and it sort of set me on my way. On your way to creating a new song? Yes, yes. All right, so we're going to do the next one together. Now is the moment, is the moment. And this is one that I wrote in meeting one day that was Earth Day, actually. So you'll see that the Earth is in it. the moment. A little bit more music. We're quickly winding towards the end of our time here today. Okay. I mentioned the song that came to me from the t-shirt and the noon sings called Hug a Friend. That's one that I don't usually, I just do acapella usually. And I, hmm, I think I'll just sing it and not, sometimes I act it out. But you can act it out in the audience if you wish. And out there in the <laughs> wide world, as you listen to Sally Campbell sing this song, consider hugging a friend. If you're sad and feeling blue and you don't know what to do, hug a friend and you will find they're hugging you. Hug a friend. Hug a friend. Hug a friend. Hug a friend. Hug a friend and you will find they're hugging you. But if you're feeling mighty fine and the light within doth shine, give your friends a hug or give them 99 hugs. Hug your friends. Hug your friends. Hug your friends. Hug your friends. Give your friends a hug or give them 99 hugs. If the Lord above you'd praise and your arms to him you'd raise, hug a friend for then you're really hugging him and her. Hug a friend, 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 for then you're really hugging him and her. <laughs> but you know, sometimes, friends, we are not in a hugging mood. And this is an inclusive song for those moments. <laughs> if you're mad and in a stew at what the world has done to you, 
slug a friend and you will find they're slugging you. <laughs> slug a friend, slug a friend, slug a friend, slug a friend, slug a friend and you will find they're slugging you. Boy, you never leave it there. But if you're feeling full of bliss, why then give your friends a kiss? For true love of life is full of joys like this. Kiss your friend. Kiss your friend. Kiss your friend. Kiss your friend. For true love of life is full of joys like this. Kiss your friend. Ah, oh, they're doing it. They're doing it in the back. I see. <laughs> now we have one more song. We, sure, we have one more song. And before we do this, though, I just want to explore just a little bit more personally with you. What year was it when you went and got your voice lessons and, and you got put on this road to making music? I get, when was that? Well, I think it was mostly after I'd been taking care of my mom. So it was in the 90s sometime. In the 90s. And I, it was a Quaker. Both my song teachers are Quakers. So that's kind of nice, too. And one of the things, one of the messages, I think, that goes with your CD, Gift Songs and Blessings, is that music is from and for everyone. Absolutely. I'm sure there are people listening to this program who may love music, but they say... I can't do it. Well, don't let yourself get... As they say, way will open if you get out of your own way. Yes. <laughs> uh, mainly what I wanted to say was thank you for getting out of your own way so that you could move forward and so that these oh, yeah. mu- this music could arrive with us. Uh-huh. And this is a song, the last one, and I hope you will find yourself singing it too. It turns out it can be done as a round, but we're not going to try that yet because it's only two days old. Yesterday morning when I got up, the thing that I learned at FGC over and over is that if I truly do get out of my own way, if I truly do depend upon the Spirit, amazing gifts come to me at exactly the moment they need to be. And the things I don't need are taken away, even though I kick and scream a little bit about that. Anyway, yesterday morning I was lying down for a moment and just vocalizing Actually, before that, I had brushed my teeth, and I was looking in the mirror, and at gathering, we all become these radiant beings. It's kind of amazing when you look at yourself and see that shining light in yourself and in each other. So this is the chant that came out of that. The love of God will fill our hearts, and we will shine with joy. The love of God will fill our hearts and we will shine with joy. The love of God will fill our hearts and we will shine with joy. The love Shine with joy. 
by Sally Campbell. I so much appreciate you bringing your music here, bringing your dear friends with you. Again, Sally Campbell was accompanied by Laura Duncan and Annie Patterson. Both of them have been guests before on Song of the Soul, and we look forward to having them back in the future. Thanks so much to all three of you for joining me for Song of the Soul. It was indeed a joy. As Sally Campbell mentioned earlier, she will gladly send you free of charge and as part of the gift economy, a copy of the CD she recorded as part of her 70th birthday. If you'd like a copy of Gift Songs and Blessings, shoot her an email at scampfriend at earthlink.net or just look at northernspiritradio.org if you have a question about that email address. Again, it's scampfriend at earthlink.net. Sally was joined today by two musicians I've had with me before on Song of the Soul. Laura Dungan shared individually and also with her husband, Aaron Fowler, on previous editions of Song of the Soul. Also joining Sally was Annie Patterson, who, with her husband, Peter Blood, has edited and produced the magnificent sing-along songbook, Rise Up Singing, which has sold over a million copies. Annie's been my guest earlier for Song of the Soul as well, so since we have a few minutes to spare, I'll send you off for today's show with a song from Annie's CD, Meet Me by the Moonlight, and the song is, Now is the Cool of the Day. We'll see you next week for Song of the Soul.
years of green You may live in this garden If you feed all of my sheep And no return in the cool of the day Now is the cool of the day for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it's called Song of the Soul. My name is Mark Helpsmeet, and this is a Northern Spirit Radio production. You can listen to this program again, track down the list of songs included, and a whole lot more on my website, northernspiritradio.org. And I invite you to share your Song of the Soul with my listeners. Just contact me via my website. And please, join me weekly for Song of the Soul. You can be happy That in the light it will heal you And you can feel you And sing out a song of the soul